0: Hi and welcome to the School Should Be podcast, a chance to hear from students, teachers and professionals to learn about all the things School Should Be. My name is Zahara and I am the founder of School Should Be. I've worked in schools for the past 10 years in a variety of roles from a classroom teacher to an education consultant. Schools are clouded by so many barriers, however my experience has shown me it is possible to overcome social and economic hurdles, archaic curriculum structures and be part of the unlearning process that our students and teachers need now more than ever. This podcast will explore a variety of themes, topics and viewpoints, all of which can make school a better place for students and teachers. I hope it helps you learn and smile along the way too. Please do leave a review, share and help us grow the School Should Be community. Right, let's get started. Hi Narabha.
1: Hi, Baba.
0: How are you? Hi, well,
1: thank you. Welcome <laughs> to 347. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, today, we are recording a podcast with my granddad, who has a very interesting um, life experience, which I think many young people could benefit from, um, especially given the amount that you've traveled, Nanava.
1: Yeah, I was born in Kenya, place called Kisumo, on 22nd January, 1935 then my father was a station master in a small village called Dwanda, a small station where I'd grown up. For 10 years I didn't see school, couldn't go anywhere because we were playing with the local people. As you know they were Africans and as I have been told by my mother that I couldn't speak my language. I I started speaking my language after when I was 11. And that was history. I didn't know that. And my main language was Duo, which was the local language for that place what? where it was born. What language is it? Duo. Duo? Duo. Yeah, Jiluo.
0: So not Swahili? No. So when did you learn Swahili?
1: Well, that was after that.
0: After that?
1: Yeah. Okay. After that, then, then I came to national language, which is Sweden. And that was general. everybody was talking that everywhere. So, we, next we hit a there and we were playing with them, marble, mm. playing with their football, go hunting. We had dogs, we go and say, start killing deer, rabbits, and uh, sometimes we came across some snake which was were always killing. And then, slowly, my brother was with me, elder brother Zach was with me huck was very small and uh, the sleep was very small and I was very, very mischievous (laughs) and I used to go out too much. My father didn't like that. So as we grew up, slowly, slowly, and my father was transferred from town to town. And then as uh, I come to my youth, we were transferred to uh, Mabadi. Which big station, and uh, we were my half education was Nairobi mm. with my uncle's place. Me, my elder brother, my sister, we three of that our ten years in that in that uh, my uncle's place because there was no school where my father was stationed working.
0: So, well, How come your dad? How come to my great-grandfather? How come he was in Africa?
1: Yeah, because his elder brother was working with railway. The East African? In in uh, Kenya, railways, And he was also a big, big shot. In where he was a station master. And he went and got my father and his other brother from, from India to come and work for railways. Because those are shortage of staff, and he uh, thought that the best thing to bring them down,
0: mm.
1: so they can work, railway. So my father and his his elder brother was employed. My father was employed as station master, and his brother was employed in uh, railway and working for LTT, ticket ticket examiner. Okay. Yeah, and they came in I think in twenty nine. 1929 nineteen twenty nine or 1924, nineteen twenty four. I've done when your that. when your dad
0: went over. Yeah,
1: yeah, and my dad got married there, and he brought my mother back from Pakistan or so from India to Kenya.
0: Because there was no Pakistan there. No, was there? no,
1: there was only one British India.
0: And so, you, did you ever go to India?
1: No, 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 never, never, never been to India myself. No.
0: And so, in the village that you grew up, because obviously it was under British rule, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: w- was Kenya colony.
0: Yeah. so Kenya was a colony. Yeah. So did you you said in the village, did you see any white people? Did you go there? Uh,
1: No, no, no. Hardly was well, Indian, mostly Indian. Yeah. But, it, small trader. And they had small shops around and they were selling local products. Mm. Like, you know the food for the African, and we used to go to big city to buy our own food. Yeah. And the few People there who well, we used to work for the yeah, they, they applied for there So that, you were friendly.
0: So you went to school at the age of ten.
1: Yeah, ten. Yeah.
0: And then is that when you learnt like English? Yeah, I
1: learnt yeah. and that was in, uh, in in Nairobi. In Nairobi. Yeah.
0: And then what age did you stay at school until?
1: I was, uh, I think I left school nineteen fifty four. Yes, I left school nineteen fifty four. Teenager. Teenager. Because uh, I was, as I said, I was in Nairobi in, in where I spent ten years. From there, my father got a big station in Uganda, yeah. which was Mubali, and there was a big school there, secondary schools. So my my father thought best to come and uh, join him. So me and my sister and my brother we came back to Mubali and we started schooling there, which was Indian government school.
0: And you're one of ten, aren't you?
1: I'm yeah. i ten. i number, uh, three.
0: So were your other brothers and sisters were they?
1: But, yeah, teenage, My younger brothers were. Uh, I mean, was not. Uh, I mean, was not very friendly or very connected with me. Yeah. Except I was only, friendly with uh, my schoolmates. Yeah. Yeah, by my family. I uh, was, I was much attacked by sister. Yeah. Elder sister. And what was school like Uh, it was indian school with indian teachers mostly from india and the headmaster was uh muslim Uh, i don't know what qualifications what they were but they were you know teaching us uh, local language which is urdu english history mathematics chemistry and all sort of things teachers were doing that in there but there was no any african big boys in that school. was purely really? Indian. Okay. I was called Indian Government School.
0: And there was no white people? No or? white people. So did they all so, go to separate schools? Yeah,
1: because it was Kenya colony and British people were living uh, a bit far from our colony, right. Indian colony. And they had their own school, they had their own playground, they had their own swimming pools hmm. and uh, it was strange the thing World War Two? Yeah. World War I think, when I we were walking and we were going around, and you know, there were a silence. the, you know, people were scared and going under under the trenches yeah. to save their lives and that. And uh, we didn't know what was happening. So the, our elder people were telling us there's a war, the mm. British fighting. And uh, I, I, we were very ecstatic. Yes. didn't see any, any, bombardment. did you see any bombs, anything. But we could hear the plane coming and going, and wow. and, and uh, that sort of thing. I got scared. I said, "Come on,". they said, "Come on, right, right." We call a trench, and hide there for an hour, one hour, and then they come out. So we come out. There were some soldiers, some policemen around us, and they were all black.
0: Right.
1: And they were there was there commander was English, okay. white people. And then uh, when we were in town I saw in a in the hotel there was a sign. They were saying no black dogs allowed. It's only so I, I was surprised to see why that sign is. So on the toilet it was say no black allowed.
0: When was when was that?
1: How would we use I think it was my I was uh, like 15, 16 years of age. Okay, and you hadn't yeah. seen that before? Uh, no, no, I've no, never no seen that before. Because uh, in Nairobi City, it was Nairobi City. And uh, with most people with their cars, driving, police officers, commissioner, governor general, everything was all whites. Mm. And we were now citizens. How,
0: how did that feel? Did, did it I mean,
1: it was, uh, it didn't, didn't bother us. Because we were not in that company, our company was mostly Indians, mm. yeah? our own people, you know, talking to our, our language, and we were playing with our own boys, and uh, we had servants, well, which were black, uh, African servants in the house,
0: yeah. and
1: sometimes we could talk to them or ask them how you feel, yeah. and they would say the same thing, we, we don't know Bwana, we were called, we called Bwana. What does that mean? Mr. Okay. Yeah, And uh, we were, uh, we treat them also as a family, yeah. but some people were treating them badly. Mm. And uh, going in town with cities like uh, on the Nairobi was very tense. On, it was names were called Gomet Road, Indian Bazaar, Real Road, and sort of things. And sometimes you see, oh, white people. Are walk walking with the, with the dogs and the dogs are very you know uh, what do you call it uh, can you say concessions which are very very dangerous dogs as we pass by them they start you know attacking us really yeah but when thank God we not heard about it or oh, didn't hurt us, but there were cases that uh, people say oh, dog had bit him, dog had done this and he's been beaten by a white man because he went to his colony or their state where they're living.
0: Yeah.
1: And we are not permitted to go to their area mm. after seven o'clock in the evening. Wow. We couldn't go where the pe- where the people are living, English people are living. We couldn't go there. And that was also very big uh, you know I mean, people were taking well, some people were taking serious but uh, people like me, I didn't know anything about
0: that.
1: Yeah. As carrying on life was carrying on a general life.
0: Yeah, so how, mm. so when, how old were you when, um, so when you got married? <laughs> yeah,
1: I, 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 I was 18, I was 25. Yeah. I was in, I was in Uganda and uh, was arranged marriage. So, you know, in 1947, the partition took place. India Pakistan got separate. We made a big row in Nairobi city. We were having a bangers. We were shouting Pakistan, Zindabad. <laughs> and Indians were shouting uh, Hindustan, Zindabad. And we had clashes. Even, uh,
0: even where you were, there were clashes. Yeah, we had
1: clashes here. Because we were in the van. And they were coming in front. We were just coming uh, in front of them. We shouted, they shouted. And uh, we had blow. <laughs> We had a you know, few of uh, you know, whats called a fight between India and Pakistan, but we were proud. We have a country now. Mm. but uh, still I was in, in Nairobi, I was schooling and uh, we, uh, I saw many strikes in high schools because I was in uh, primary school and secondary school and uh, high school had a lot of strikes. And I've seen people throwing bricks, breaking windows, and a uh, lot of things and even the I mean sorry there were not any English man there at all. But the English police will come, policemen come and stop the fight and try to make us calm down.
0: So that, that was mm. before partition. Before
1: before partition.
0: As partition was about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but those people, they were your fr- were they your friends beforehand?
1: Yeah, well, we can say that is like school school friends. Yeah, yes, yeah, school friends.
0: And then the clashes started. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was uh, when the independence took place.
0: And what was that like growing up with all of that kind? Was uh, it was it was,
1: violent or was it? It was not violent, but you know, people were talking that oh, he's Pakistan now, he's Indian, so we could we couldn't I couldn't understand why why they saying this because we came from same place. Yeah. I don't see India, I don't see the partition, but we saw in the paper this was happening and then the oh, forefathers who might be there who have seen the uh, partition. But my father was in the whole life in, in Uganda, he didn't know about this, came in 1947 when I went to Pakistan
0: Yeah, I think.
1: to see. Uh, first time in 1947 my father had a holiday. And we went there and then I realized, people were talk, talking us, telling us the story, how Pakistan was uh, created mm. and what happened. But I didn't have interest in that. I was only interested in my, my country, Kenya, what happened there. Yeah. And then we were grow, grown up like that. So in, in that those days, the start started act, active. Mamaw. How old were you then? How old am I? I think
0: sixteen.
1: Okay, so still 16. teenager. Yeah, still teenager, teenager. Still in schooling. School, so school. so whilst
0: you were a teenager, partition happened. Yeah. And you
1: in another Na, this movement started.
0: Oh, mama. the mama movement yeah, started.
1: They wanted the independent. Yeah. And their leader was Jamokanyata. And there was so many shooting, killing happening especially in the farm, mm. and uh, the English people, the so- soldiers were everywhere in the city. British men were all the English army, could say army from England, were there to control this African movement. And there was a lot of bloodshed there, mm. a lot of uh, white people were killed in the farm, and uh, because they wanted independent, with harassment, we are you know, As my father was strict, we were not allowed to go out. Yeah. And uh, they also came to the court. Asian, to join the army. Really. Yeah. British people came to the and they say one one boy from the house had to go to the army. From your house. From my house or anybody's house, one 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 boy has been taken in the army. When was that? In 19, when independence, I think it only saw Kenyatta. Ah, uh, Mecha, I do 50, of Shakada, even 61, maybe 64. 64. Anyhow, that, that was some, I don't remember time, but that was. When the movement was very very tense. Oh, so that was decade.
0: after you. So that was not when you were a teenager.
1: No, no, I was, I was grown up now. Okay, yes. Yeah, so and then, going... uh, and then that time, my father taught to take us back to Uganda.
0: When you were married.
1: No, no, single. I was state student. Okay. schooling. Okay. And uh, meantime, when this thing was happening in Kenya, my father in Uganda. Right. So we didn't go to the army. Then join the police band. We didn't go in that. So my father thought, plastic, you come back home. So he was talking about Mbabane, and you were there with her, with my, with the family. And
0: what you, when, so, we, so hmm. when when things
1: were kicking off? Yeah, Kenya, Kenya was very high tense with this normal, out things. Yeah, very tense, and uh, nothing happened. In city, but night time was very bad. This uh, official come and try to rob you. Some people, and the, they come Indians to get some ammunition mm-hmm. or ask for food, but uh, I didn't notice anything like that because we were in a what you called, a state, which was a real state. Right, so it's protected. It's protected, not but protected. Nineteen seventy-two, which separation uh, Uganda. No, so, so anyhow, so mm. then uh, mm-hmm. oh, we was I was. Uh, I was there, but my friends, some of them, they went and joined the army and when they come in the evening, they tell like a story. Yeah. This happened, this happened, and... Uh, so
0: did anybody from your house join the army? No, no, no.
1: no, no. Nobody, no. nobody. So we, in, in that thing, we were back in Uganda, in Mabadi, where it was big, and then I, I started studying there. And we had a lot of, hearing a lot of what was happening in Kenya.
0: Mm. Because
1: they a separate state, you know, Kenya. H- how
0: far are they from one another
1: or how far well, they just, it's just, it's just a, then Uganda was separate, Kenya was separate, Tanzania was separate. Yeah. Three make East Africa.
0: Yeah.
1: You see? And railway was common. Mm. Everywhere. They were talking each other. From Kenya railway, it came east Africa railway railways. Yeah. And then everybody, when this, uh, what you call independence started, and uh, people, too much, you know, English British people were killed and all that, especially the farm. So we, are, I was back in Uganda where I I went to school there, and that was Indian Indian, uh, Indian what called government Indian school, and there was a lot of Indian, you know, with us studying, and few mostly boys.
0: And did anybody have the opportunity to go to like university or was it like?
1: No, no, nobody from my family when going we to university. I read, even uh, I, my brother, elder brother, was picked from the school mm. for a job straight away. Yeah, he got job straight away with the was tobacco company.
0: Yeah.
1: from the school, I was in the school myself with my other younger brothers, but uh, uh, I didn't like I didn't like that master. Because he was on me every time, in the early morning, or oh, in, the, in the assembly, he would call me with my few friends, oh, and you know, we got a big assembly, girls, boys together, and uh, I got fed up, I went, <laughs> in 1954, I hand over my books, <laughs> I put books on the table, I walked away.
0: Why didn't he and, like you? Eh? Why didn't he like you?
1: Uh, because he, was, he wanted I, I wasn't very friendly with me or he wanted us to study hard because we were a good friend of my father yeah and uh, because I was with the other other boys uh, loaming <laughs> up near you know nothing about near Sanmas yeah and he might have seen somebody smoking yeah. saying I'm smoking. and uh, they thought I was a bad boy <laughs> in that respect. and uh, what I felt, because with the girls there, I felt ashamed. Yeah. why every day? Why yeah. can't you call us in the office and talk to me? Yeah. No? So, yeah, so it was, I think August 1954, I went and put my books on the table and I walked away. How
0: old were you? In fifty uh, we four? In 1954. So what was that? Like, 35, 45. So
1: you were a teenager again? A great teenager, Quite well, yeah, yeah. old, like in, 18, 19. Like, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was under 20. Yeah, yeah. So I came home and uh, kept quiet. with my mum, I'm not feeling well. So, <laughs> mom said, What happened? I said, No, I don't know. I'm not feeling well. So, I was sitting there. My father came and gave me two slaps. <laughs> uh, why did you do to school? I said, I don't want to study. I don't want to study. What do we do? I don't want to be I, I, I had a really good, good, uh, what do you call um, slap for my dad. <laughs> uh, and I was crying, and my mother, tried to protect me, but uh, thank God my brother, all brother brothers were not there. I was uh, alone in the house is my <laughs> dad. So headmaster came in the evening and uh, talked to my father, what happened, this and that. I told him, I don't like the behavior, your behavior, mm-hmm. this and that. And my father tried saying, no oh, because he like you, he wants you to study, this and that, leave the company of those boys. Uh, stay home, do the exams coming up, you know, studying, this and that. I said, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm done. this and that. So, the second day, a bank manager came, because they were coming to collect their meat. And my father told the bank manager that my son is a total study, if you can give a job. So, my father came and told me, tomorrow morning, you go in the bank. I said, what? He said, yeah, I go in the bank. I said, no, I don't want to bank. I want to work as a mechanic. Then I again bash. My father <laughs> gave me, yeah, motor mechanic. My father, because my friends were mechanics, yeah. I want to join them. No, he said, no mechanic. So I go to the bank. He says, work, start working. I started working in the bank in 1954, August.
0: And you yeah. you really wanted to be a mechanic?
1: Mechanic, motor mechanic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how did that feel? Yeah. I was hurting.
1: But uh, tell you frankly, I don't know how, how I had done my 50 years in the bank. Mm. I don't know. I didn't have any any interest in the bank. But I was working for a post-boy and I was climbing the ladder slowly, slowly, slowly.
0: How many years did you stay with the bank?
1: Fifty years. Fifty yeah. years. Yeah, back the back. How many Fifty years. 19, right? 72, 72, so back the nineteen fifty four. that Nineteen seventy. that me. Seventy-two thousand. Seventy-two. No, so
0: that's what
1: twenty-two
0: years. Yeah, what? So but twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. Okay,
1: yeah, 25, 15, years. twenty-five years. Yeah, years. Yeah, twenty-five. Huh? Thirty-three years. so then in in uh, nineteen. how old I was not bad boy, but I was, you know, as a teenager, yeah. everybody has mission. Yeah. But uh, my other friends were cycling, swimming, uh, climbing mountains, and all that. But uh, I, I, did. We didn't have that facility in the house. My mm. father was strict. He said no. You should be uh, stay away from police, fire, and bad habits. Mm. The three things you should not come in your way. Special police, yeah. and then, then, secondly, I mean, money was also in between, and uh, after that, uh, I started working. I worked very hard. I don't know. Day and night, I'm in the bank, bank working, working, and then, in nineteen sixty, no, my father was in Pakistan, and he sent a cable to my brother. Send Sadiq to Pakistan. I want to get him married. I said, no, I don't want to get married. <laughs> this and that. I mean, the lot my other friends were enjoying. I said, I want to enjoy life. I don't want. So, uh, then the issue, time came, the bank had a, what called a, like activities outside, you know, yeah. outside bank activity, I was selected to go and climb Mount Kilmanjal. Yeah. I don't know which year it was that. can don't know which year I went to Mount Kilmanjal, but mm. I don't know which year I to Mount Kilmanjal. Well, you we got married in 1960, right? 60,
0: yeah. yeah. So it would have been
1: yeah. before 50 that. So it would have been before that. Yeah, that's right. So it would have been before that. So, 50, uh, days to come I don't know which year. I went to, I was still in Mumbai and there was a team from, I was selected to go to Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Climb, climb Kilimanjaro. So I said, all right. I so I you climbed to the top? Yeah. I had, a, I had that opportunity. So all the gear was bought by the bank. So I went to Kilimanjaro and I stayed 21 days wow in, in a hut you know with in, in a village in a hut with the boys from uh, german england uh, usa switzerland and like that you know some other indie boys what was that like uh, it was nice we had a good time there had a good time there but uh, after i i i was we were told not to smoke not to drink, mm. and uh, otherwise you, if, you, if you don't listen, we we'll, we'll know when you start climbing the Kalmanjalu. Okay. I mean, uh, in halfway, you, you, you know... Yeah, you be able to breathe. Yeah, breathe. Yeah. You're, you think you're that you are tired uh, your heart would...
0: How long did it take to get to the top? Four hours. Four hours. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, it takes three days. So three days, we are planning slowly, slowly. And the third day we are on top. So how
0: long it, it took? 18, four, four
1: hours every day or four Yeah, every day morning <sighs> okay. work. When night comes we camp come there.
0: Okay. And the
1: second day morning once yeah. just start again. Yeah. And then in the evening when the clouds come, stay back. The third day I was on top. Eighteen thousand eighteen thousand what do you call height. Or height. 18,000 height. Eighteen Wow. Yeah. I wow uh I couldn't, that scene, I never forget my life. I was, I, I was, eyes, Only we were only eight people allowed to go. Only eight, only eight people planned. Yeah. From valley, out of twenty.
0: And what did it look like?
1: Huh? At that time, was amazing, 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 amazing. That that life was. And I, I had my beard, grown beard, and then <laughs> life was a bit difficult. So, we were independent. Kenya was independent, when got independent, and uh, so life was uh, changing. So how
0: did, because before that, did you experience, did you ever experience like, because obviously you grew up in colonial times. Yeah, yeah. In a different country. That wasn't where you, where we are supposedly from. Like it wasn't in India or Pakistan. No, no. Did you ever experience racism? Yeah, as, as I
1: said, because we are not allowed to go to white places. Yeah. Like a white school, we didn't have any batches with the school. The different was the school called different. Our school was different.
0: You didn't have matches. Not like, matches. Yeah? Okay.
1: No, 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 sport activity at all. Not with the black. Not with the white. Oh, really? We on, yeah, only with inter school black, like, Inter school. Oh, okay. The inter school was bad, uh, uh, was sport with inter school only, but uh, nothing with British. We could go. As I said, by seven o'clock, we are not supposed to go to white areas.
0: But did you yeah. have any black and white friends?
1: Uh a sure. I had not. Yeah. But as we grow up, you see that there was no, no, no there were no boys. Right. Yeah, because we had, and we, in a uh, big city there were not so many boys. You know, they were they had they village it, and it was, we are staying in a town okay and the uh, heart was well, not easy to be, see them right no
0: so who was no. in the town mainly white people no
1: only indian most, oh, okay. indian. Oh. most indian traders most oh. indian traders had a shop and uh, then you have a police station you had government offices where white people are working all
0: what town was that
1: Mobali. Mobali. Mobali.
0: so <coughs> what was it like so when you grew up like knowing that there are all these racial divisions and obviously because i'm 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 guessing like white people would go to university or they'd probably get maybe more from what we learn in our history books now the higher paid jobs and things like that what was that did you experience that i mean i I didn't
1: have much experience in in that uh, area but uh, still because uh, when i started my job I was getting 150 shillings. What's that now? What, what, 70 pounds?
0: A week, a month? A month. Okay, wow.
1: 1954. <laughs> uh, 70 pounds, my, well, British pound. in those days. And uh, then we were, we were, had a bit, I mean, English manager, English accountant, but uh, they were treating us normally. And I, as far as I know, I, yeah. uh, I didn't have any conflict with them. Or they didn't say anything bad to me. Yeah. Or, but uh, I was just with them. But you know, because then country got independent, things changed a lot. How did things
0: change after independence?
1: Because then the, you were,
0: you were married then with children, right?
1: And yes, and yeah. change, if it was changed, then we could go freezing in the area. Mm. You could go fit in the hotels. Yeah. You could easily go to the toilets. There were no restrictions. black and white, nothing like that. But everything opened. Yeah. And the African was very active. We were not so active, but Africans were very active, and they were very aggressive. If you say something wrong against them, against the leader, mm-hmm. eh, you could be killed, or you could be shot. Mm-hmm. You see, but. Uh, and because Kenya was different from, from well, the Uganda. They,
0: they were trying to protect Yeah, where they
1: needed to yeah, keep. Yeah, because Kenya was colony, and then after independence, uh, Kenya was independent. Still they were, I mean, governor, but uh, was ruled by African president. And Uganda was also independent, was ruled by African, but they had, their income was controlled by uh, uh, Muganda government. Right. Uh, It was called Kabaka, head of state there. And that sort of thing, then we were easy going here and there, making friends with Africans. No, there was no any racism, discrimination.
0: Would you say when you came here, which was in 1972? 1972, yeah. 1972, yeah. Did you
1: experience more racism? Yeah, when, when I came here, Uh, Because we had a, what you call it, I had a very, because when you see white people there, and some people coming from London after education, and they were telling us, oh, England is this, England, like that. In a good way. In a good way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I saw in movies also, we saw snow, we saw roads, cars, and this, this. I thought, it's just like a Christmas (laughs) in England. But when I landed at the airport, I was stopped there, because I had a camera, <coughs> and they fined me for that camera.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah.
1: They said we did declare it, so they took my camera from me, and uh, I had to pay fine. So that was a big shock. Yeah. Uh, because they say, "Oh, you had not say anything, just pass." But I was stopped, and uh, my brother was outside. So was all surprised why i had been held up. Yeah. So. Children, My children, my wife had all the new clothes, new jewellery, and they were looking at us and this and that. 1975 no, time, uh, okay. so, yeah. 72 years. I Anyhow. <laughs> from there, then um, I came out when I, or my brother was driving us from airport. I looked around and said, yeah, what a place. And they uh, came home, small houses. <laughs> so I was so... Desk. And I said, oh, I don't know. And I thought, I was me and my four children in one room. Eh? Small bathroom, small product, this and that.
0: And you'd come from a really good... Yeah,
1: I was from well, oh, very good place, very open houses. Because you were, a, ban-
0: were you a bank manager. Bank
1: home? manager, yeah. With security around. Everything was, you know, from... I was thinking <laughs> From gold to silver. Like that, yeah. I can say. I came down. But... Uh, and
0: why, and did, why did you come
1: yes? here? Uh, because uh, my wife didn't like <laughs> to stay there because scared. we were scared. I was coming and she started scaring. She so got scared that something will happen to my daughter, my son, this and that. So, I was Kenyan. I was Kenyan. She was British. So, when... Um, then it was the, what you call the... Uh, uh, people start learning, start living in uh, Kenya to come to England. Yeah. I don't know what was that. Windrush.
0: Oh yeah, that w- that was, Windrush was from the Caribbean, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then, yeah. This was
1: Windrush from Kenya also.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: People start learning.
0: For jobs. And for stuff.
1: jobs and they leave jobs and coming to
0: England. And they were promised in a way it, a better life. Yeah,
1: it was labor. And labor says, if you don't come in this time, government will change. You might oh, be yeah. restricted. anybody with this British passport. Come, right? So, in the people from my office also from the bank office, people came. They says, if you don't, you're not Kenyan. Kenya said, we can take you and give you job in London, mm. UK. So, the meantime, I, 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 I got visa in three months. We decided to come to UK. And
0: all, all of your family and stuff had come over. Yeah, yeah,
1: my brother came from Uganda, and they were here. My birth, my other younger, younger brother was before, before independence. They were here, mm. and and uh, you know, their their life was different with my life, and uh, we came and settled. Came to Slough, from Slough, is, uh, my my what do you call the your brother-in-law. My brother, not brother my wife's burger yeah. brought us to ready. Yeah. And uh, when I stayed in a small house like this, I, I didn't have thinking, What is life? Why did I come here? Yeah. Uh, I was there. But uh, then uh, we were saying everybody said don't worry, don't worry, you'll be there then. Uh, the think that you join, somebody saying pushing me to work in the factory, some say work bus driver, some say work in railway, this and that. I said no. I'll do my job in the bank.
0: Yeah. I
1: tried but I didn't get any job in the bank. How,
0: why? Why? Because
1: I, don't, I was not qualified. I had no certificate. I didn't have a degree.
0: Even though but you were a bank manager in? in...
1: kenya in Kenya. But hey, they said no because uh, it was uh, also that uh, they said, Ex- experience doesn't matter. We need paper. Wow. So one day, so uh, was thinking, I was sitting there. Uh, every day I was taking evening post. Yeah. Those days. And every time I'd go through the job, 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 job. Yeah, I was sitting, sitting, and then uh, uh, go to the call box, put money, <laughs> speak speak to uh, for interview. So I got an interview in. Uh, at Trans- let's, no, let's call this one here. Wargrave. Like grade, yeah, yeah. I went there for interview, and uh, with my brother-in-law, I went there, and uh, it was a German company. They said that uh, okay, it was a what it, construction company, yeah. And uh, they said, "All right, we'll call you for a second interview." So I came home, sat down, and I looked at paper. There was small job as accountant, accounts job, on London Road. Mm. I state the phone them. he said, can you come now? I said, yes, so I went there, it was about two o'clock, I think, two o'clock. two, I went there it Was a small, small office, upstairs, was uh, the director's wife, and one man. he said, we are looking desperately for an account, account clerk, I said, okay. And and he asked me "We have been working after so many years in this. And it was Barclays Bank,
0: wasn't it? Yeah,
1: Barclays Bank. For so many years I worked with Barclays Bank. And I came here and got uh, no qualification. I, I, I didn't do C.C. Cambridge. But uh, I got bank, got bank experience. And experience. anywhere else? So I said, no, only one job. So I said, when you when can you start? <laughs> I said, I can start now. Well, that's what they So.
0: And you really liked that job, didn't
1: you? Uh, uh, yeah, I like the job because it was a hard job, but uh, still, uh, slowly, slowly it was, what you call it, it a personal firm, yeah, private firm, and uh, was a Mr. Miss and Mrs. Uh, running a company, and it was a company, mm. and uh, slowly, slowly it went, it went so high. We had about one hundred seventy people working, mm. but not you know, office in the office. Whole UK, yeah. <coughs> the office overseas and uh, that uh, that was life. I see, uh, because I think he he, he liked me because I worked in one company yeah. so long mm. without any sick note or anything like that. Even here. Yeah. When I worked, I don't know. Tell you frankly, I don't know how twenty-five years gone.
0: <laughs> what uh, was it like starting again?
1: <laughs> well, starting was okay because it was Mister Mrs. working, and they, they were treating me as a friend. Yeah. And when I said sir, they said don't call me sir, mm. call me Jim. I said, first thing you know, that word was on mouth. I couldn't say Jim. I was saying sir, sir. He said, I told you, Jim, I can't, I can't uh, say that anyhow. But then starting, starting, people, new people start coming, new bosses start coming and uh, I was still working in the Accounts Department. He was telling me, people are talking to me, he said, if you don't have paper, you don't have life. Mm. This country is meant for paper.
0: What do you so, mean by paper? Qualification?
1: Qualification. You have a degree of qualification. Then you you can look for, you know, what called better life or better jobs. Mm. But hey people, like put a shirt in the morning, next day they change the shirt. Like this, people change jobs like that. Yes. <laughs> in this country. I say, what? But uh, I said, I told the manager, or my boss, that I'll work, and I'll give you my best. Yeah. So he liked that word, and he saw it. He said, that time came, people were against, or some white girls were against me. They were talking to my head, that like, oh, he's not a nice man, he takes too much out, when he go, it takes two hours lunch, this and that. So, I was called, my boss called me, he says, uh, I said, you want a job? Or you want uh, uh, g- gossip? Mm. I said, 95% of you start talking, doing nothing. They go and start smoking, uh, they go out, Because they leave their code there, then then, that doesn't mean they're there. (laughs) You see, I work. Mm. In the evening, I used to carry books home Mm. and work. And in the morning, you get the result of it.
0: And were you one of the only Asian people? Yeah, I was only Asian working there. Okay.
1: And um, so I I didn't I wasn't expecting any, what you called, um, grade or something like that. sorry was also say my my father mother was here and uh, they were pleased that at least I got a job now yeah and then it was hard to get mortgage yeah but uh, you know my boss was very nice or very I should, uh, kind he gave me letter and with uh, both letters we took the, the building strategy and we got a mortgage mm. and uh, my son, came and said, dad, my teacher is selling house on Chomeney Road. So, so, we went to we see the house, so we agreed the price, and we bought that house. No way. For 9,000 pounds.
0: And why, why was it hard to get a
1: mortgage? Because of income. <laughs> right. No income. And uh, because those, those days, was, you know, you get 10% on your salary. Yeah. And the higher salary, Get then you get repayments were difficult and then colour came in. Yeah. It was a bit hard, no credit card, I mean, I, I, I didn't face those things because as soon as I got job, my account was opened in yeah. the bank. Yeah. So we caught every day and staff known and uh, I was very polite, I don't know, our good behaviour, <laughs> that sort of thing.
0: But it, but it, must, I, it must have been hard coming yeah, from
1: Africa. I mean, <coughs> And yeah, it was very hard. Then I'm looking. I say "What I was, what I am now." Yeah. You see, but then I, I was thinking to myself, "Oh, I have to get the morning go get milk, and get bed, this sort of thing." I say, "What life I mean?"
0: And it wasn't. It wasn't like that when you were. Um, it wasn't like that when you were in. Um, Africa, because obviously that's where you were born and raised. Yeah, in
1: Africa. you were known by your care. You are known by your job. High you are in the job, the high personality you are. As a bank manager, one phone call was enough. Yeah. Even to talk to, well, uh, commissioner was not was not hard.
0: Mm.
1: Even he come and to you. Yeah. Because my job was such. Yeah. And here, here things were big, very different. Uh, because uh, then. The, I was told by, by my boss, Sadiq, if you want to be happy, don't go to matches, don't go to stadium,
0: really? stay indoors. Because of racism. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you want to be happy, what can be? <laughs> That's it. And uh, if you be out, if you want, if you go to pubs and all that, you don't really, if you can face, yeah, you can go. Yeah. But if you want, uh, your heart is weak, please don't go out. That's said, right. And one thing I'll tell you, carry on birds with you. <laughs> I said, why that? said, hey, don't trust women and don't trust um, uh, weather. I said, okay. I say, okay. Uh, in New England. And uh, that was the lesson I heard. Uh, and uh, can tell you frankly, I've never been to any stadiums, I've never been to any matches. I've never gone to any places. Once only, we went to Seaside. And that was Jubilee year. When our office, uh, um, I, went, I made a what called a trip. Yeah. I went to Corn- Cornwall. Cornwall, Cornwall, yeah. yeah. Went the, and we went by train, and that was a very very enjoyable trip. Went there and we sat on the seaside for two hours, three hours, and came back.
0: And that's just and because you had to stay safe. Is yeah, that yeah, what you're yeah. Saying? That's safe.
1: Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't because uh, with, with the work and family. I was trying to you know feed
0: yeah. my
1: with a small size like that, I was, and I was thinking if I want money, where I go and get money from? Mm. So I was much interested in looking for a job. Mm. Then you know going out. Yeah, like,
0: and was it like that for other people like you that came over as
1: well? you uh, I didn't meet anybody like that here. I meet some. My friends who used to work in Kenya, Uganda, in the bank, they say, oh, we are we got house, they are staying upstairs, and the bank is downstairs, we are working. Okay. But they not that respect. Mm. We are working as normal thing. And also, uh, I mean, then slowly slowly, I used to have made some friends, and uh, life, I mean, life was carrying on, but it was, it was not, uh, I could say, uh, Hunky dory life yeah. was very normal life, for to say. God has given me life to so just carrying on as as it is.
0: And so, when uh, you see, like, especially now with like
1: in the school, yeah, I went to some schools here when, I, when my kids were studying, like, when the, what do you call the evening parents' evening, yeah, yeah, and uh, when they hear reports, report and they're telling me about it. And uh, so progress this and that, what you want to be to do with the children. What I said, what teachers think better, if you do. And uh, my, my children didn't have any complaint from the teacher. So they were studying. And uh, my child, they were going up story, story in their life. And uh, so, uh, same thing I told them, what my father told me, to stay away from the police fire mm. and you know this uh, bad bad company yeah I told them if you want to be happy keep away from the three things
0: so when you so, see when you see now like you know what's going on in the world especially like since last year all the protests like members of our family yeah. went to protests and you see like you know kids trying to even us for example making our own minds yeah. and deciding to leave jobs and get jobs
1: what, what do you think of that but, Today life, uh, I could consider from 1972 till today, I've seen a lot of changes happening. When this happened, thing happened in USA. USA, uh, this uh, killing happened in USA, mm. and uh, here also I uh, hear this violence on, uh, on the television. I, it's very scary. Mm. And always I tell my children, please don't go out night time. Stay safe. And I think that's why I, some listen they're happy, don't they? But uh, things are, and it's not that uh, hunky-dory that people are enjoying. I don't know about others, but my son, I'm not free. And even mm. this today, I'm mm. not free. I'm not relaxed. Yeah, I'm a bit scared to go out. Also, whether by age, whether it's my nature, I don't know. I have I, I no answer to that.
0: Do you think race uh, has something to
1: do with yeah, that? Yeah, because it's not safe. I see it's not safe when I see snacking, when I see this killing, knife, killing. <coughs> the drug is coming too, right now. Kids are not listening. Can't punish kids <laughs> in this country. Yeah, like we used to be punished by our parents. Do you think that was a good thing? It was good, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it was good in the sense that you listen, otherwise where can you can go? So you feel yeah. like
0: over there you have to...
1: Yeah, that? I have to discipline and then life was a bit easier. Depend on the job you are doing. I have seen also people very hardship and this and that. So
0: would you but, say life was easier for you there than it has yeah, been Yeah, Yeah, because of my
1: job, I could yeah, say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have seen people struggling there also, mm. who are there and to every day every day. Mm. But uh, I was I was in a very good uh, job, and I had a, what is called a blessed life. I had everything at my disposal, everything what I wanted, a man want. My children were very happy, huh? and they were really enjoying life there. Except um, uh, out, outdoor, but yeah. well, not outdoor anything outdoor life because they're too small. When they came here, everything outdoor, I, I told them enjoy.
0: Yeah. But
1: in your keep in a limit mm. and don't overdo things.
0: Yeah.
1: Stay with the pub and all that.
0: So when you see kids getting stressed nowadays, you know, about school and grades and life over here, what what would you say to them, especially after all of you travelling so many countries? I'll, I'll
1: still tell them to listen to their parents because they've gone through very tough time and they know what's good and bad for children. But, uh, those who listen, eh, they're happy. Those who don't listen, <laughs> they are they are no I don't know where. Job is not easy to come today. Mm. We've done our past, we've done our job. The life coming coming very hard. Everything be on paper. Need a paper to survive. Mm-hmm. If there are no paper, you can't survive.
0: Do you still think it's the same now?
1: Eh? Yeah, same thing. Can it worse? Can it worse now? Because uh, I think in future, might be no pension. Yeah. You have to make uh, your own uh, accommodation to live on. Mm. Because things are getting worse. When this corona coming, in, it gets more worse than day and night. We've seen up and down as all the shops, streets are empty now. Mm. Eh? Everybody's going, take away, take away. Yes. Uh, eh? And that has <laughs> eh? made worse. Take away, made worse. takeaway has made life very easy and very worse. People have made their life, who have come uh, 50 years before, or 100 years ago, they made their life here, and they want the children to have the same good life. Mm. But today's generation doesn't listen. <laughs> they think because they can get anything in the plate. Something you're, you're thinking also. If you think positive, you, you're okay.
0: So what, what advice would you give to teenagers today who are stressed, or struggling, or worried about the future?
1: I uh, I still say to teenagers to work hard and think about future, think about tomorrow. And don't think that everything will come to a plate. You have to work hard to get it. Because uh, it's, it's always sun, sunrise and sunset <laughs> and it's also rainy days. You have to say something for rainy days. We have survived, but uh, your life will be very, very difficult in the future to come. You have to get some qualifications and study hard to get that and do something, I mean, to help. I mean, also, you've got power. If you want to do yourself anything, you have to stick to it. If you want to become engineer, you have to show it. your ability to become an engineer. If you want to become a doctor, you have to show it. I've seen people struggling of seeing people surviving. Mm. But don't depend on the parents. Because your father is rich, you get that, what you call, uh, wealth or you get his... Uh,
0: inheritance. Inheritance
1: after, his, after death. Because laws change day and night. And uh, we don't know tomorrow what will happen.
0: So your advice would be work yeah. hard and don't work stress. Work hard,
1: yeah. Work hard, don't take stress. Take things as it comes.
0: Thank you, Thank you.
1: Welcome. (laughs) Hope.
0: Enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please do leave us a review and share it with your friends and family so they can also learn all about what school should be. Until next time, speak to you soon.